Welcome back to another episode of Broken Record Ministries. I'm Ronnie. Brother Bob's here. Hey, how's it going? Big Mike's here. How you doing? Silent Ron's here. Hello. Tonight's Bible verse will be read by Brother Bob. Okay, well we're going to read Proverbs chapter 24, verse 11. And it says, Rescue those being led away to death. Hold back those staggering towards slaughter. We've talked a lot in past episodes about our rescue stories. And then we went to a conference where the speaker said that since we all have our rescue stories, we need to be a part of the rescue team. Yep. And that really resonated with me, not only because I like the term, but I never really actually thought of it like that. Right. And so it was more impactful that way. Like, not not saying what we do isn't impactful, but, like, it's it just put a new spin on it. Yeah. Of, like, we are a part of a rescue team now. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, and the analogy that, that, that I use with that is, uh, I remember our pastor telling us, and I think it was you and I talking to him, to where, you know, it was when we first came in, and it was kind of like deer in the headlights and what are we do and what are we trying to do and everything. And there were some people that were there to help along the way to kind of lead in the right direction and, you know, and, and not to not make sure we don't mess up, but to and let us know you're going to mess up because mm-hmm. you're not going to have all the answers and you're going to be on this path and you're going to eventually you're going to want to find the right answers and you're going to want to do this on your own. And I think now for that to evolve, but also at the same time is eventually then we're trying to bring up others, you know, to right. be in that same position as well that aren't as, as, uh, glorious. I, <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Right. Well, it's yeah. true. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You know, to, to kind of bring them along in the ranks, if you will, of, of, of not, of having the same questions we had when we first stepped in right. and we're on fire and, and everything like that. So to, 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 to now be on the backside of that kind of like you without really realizing, Oh, this is now, you know, we've kind of evolved, mm-hmm. but it's never, but it's also knowing we're, we're never past the point of needing somebody to reach out if we're not, if we're not right. doing the right thing. And like, I always <clears throat> hung my hat on my approach but it wasn't like I was the first person to be unorthodox in my methods. Right. Right. Right? Like right. Any, any way that you've, you can come up with, it's been done. You're not reinventing the wheel. Right. It may be new to you or to who you're reaching, but at the same time, you're in the position of doing it now, so it's all brand new. Right, yeah. Kind of, Correct, yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, I'll throw this curveball out there. Yeah. yeah. Or I'll be this rebellious one. Without harm, not right. rebel in like yeah, the traditional not, yeah. sense, right? And then, like, yeah, I, I'm, there's been hundreds of thousands. I guess of you other couldn't Christians call it too. rebelling. I guess you would call it you want to be their knight in shining armor. 
Well, <laughs> that sounds a lot more romantic. Yeah, than, than you're a what romantic, most of us guys you know. want to think about when we're talking to other guys about Jesus. <laughs> I don't think I'm saying. Yeah. Who are we talking about? That's oh, no. I disagree with Bob. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously though, but yeah, I, yeah. I, like yeah, but kind of like Bob said though, you, you want to be the one wearing the white hat finally. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. You're you're no longer the black sheep. That's trying to hide from everybody in every way, shape, and form in the corner because of your sin. Right. You've 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 been brought to the light. You're going further in the light, and then none of this is again. This is for I'm not just talking to you, Ronnie. I'm talking about all of us. You know that you know somebody was part of that rescue story mm-hmm. to to bring you to a point of okay, I can see the light now. Now I want to I want to encapsulate myself in that light. And move forward with how he wants my life right. to, to go. Yeah. Right. And to finally listen, even though now I'm realizing it should have been years ago. Right. And I think some of us, and this wasn't particularly anybody at this table, because I, we, like if you think of it as a team analogy, like a football team, we'll say, or mm-hmm. a basketball team, baseball team, whatever, right? Like we went straight. To the team, we on the show, and then we were on the starting five. Like we weren't on the bench, mm-hmm. and stayed on the bench. Right, right. Now sometimes we got pinch hit for, or you know, taken out for whatever reason here. But I think a lot of people, and this is the analogy that the speaker used, was more of. Don't be, don't have a rescue story and be on the sidelines, mm-hmm. not wanting to get into the game. Right. right. Well, my thing is, is, is how can you have a rescue story and then stand on the sidelines? Yeah. I mean, you know, if he rescued you from whatever it was that you was in mm-hmm. through somebody else, how can you not want to be able to allow him to funnel through you to be able to rescue someone else. To right. pay it forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to pay right. it forward. You know, you think of it this way. You got Jesus. He was the start of this pyramid. Right. He was the very first rescue story. Mm-hmm. And he done it for the whole world. I mean, he done it all right. in one shot. But, you know, you took Jesus, which is our rock, our foundation. That's who we build on. So he's the cornerstone. So that's who you build off. Of. You build off of that cornerstone, and as you build off that cornerstone, you know when when you when you're laying bricks, how do you lay them? You lay them in a certain position where one laps the other, mm-hmm. and it just to reinforce to reinforce and to build it up, and that's and that's exactly what we're supposed to do. That's it, it's more of a rescue chain is mm-hmm. basically what you would want to call it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, once once you're rescued by Jesus through whoever or whatever, then you should be able to allow him to rescue someone else through you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, and I think it also, too, that analogy is great, too, because, you know, when you think about, it's an, basically an infinite chain. Yeah. You know, but those links now where maybe you're lacking, that's when somebody else, too, can pick up. Right. You know what I mean? As mm-hmm. far as the people that you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. And whether it's you, you don't have the right answer, you know, or you can't 
because I don't believe that just throwing out scripture is a way to fix anything. I think you have to learn it. I think that you have to uh, put it in into practice. Yes, that that is exactly right. You do got to put it into practice. I mean, you know, you can throw scripture out there, but ninety nine percent of the people that you're talking to, they don't understand it anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why that's why you need. That's why you've got a rescue story. Yeah, that's why you can tell them what Jesus has done in your life how he has helped you, how he has walked with you through whatever mess you're in. And that, you know, then once they figure it out, once he saves them, and you notice I said he saves them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, then that's when the scripture starts coming in. Because then once once he saves them, then they want to know more about him. And the best way to find out about him is to read the Bible. Right. Absolutely. And then their hunger. And their hunger, hunger takes over. Takes over, and then that's where that's where the brick building starts. Right. That's building off of his cornerstone. That's how it starts. Mm-hmm. Sound familiar, Ron? I'm lost. <laughs> and, you know, you're talking you're talking about the chain. You know, by ourselves, we're a weak link. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Together, with Jesus, that's a solid chain. You'll never break it. Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's funny you said that because I was what I wrote down. Um, I was gonna leave it for the end, but I'll see if I can't top it. Um, we, you know, because we, we were talking about the analogies of the sports and everything like that, and I think that following Jesus is the only thing where it is that you're not as strong as your weakest link, because even your weakest link still has Jesus. Absolutely. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's one of those things that's just absolutely amazing mm-hmm. is even the one that is the you know well, well, newest in their faith, if they truly have Jesus in their heart, they still have they have Jesus in their heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then nothing can overcome that. Right. right. So there is no weak link as long as you've got Jesus. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. There ain't no such thing as a weak link. Oh yeah. I mean, because if you've got Jesus, it's it's all tied and bound together. Right. And he ain't letting it go. Nope. Yeah. Once he once he's forgiven you and once he's put you in his family, you're there, yeah. and you ain't getting out of it, yeah. whether yeah. you want it or not. Yeah, and like we've said before, it doesn't make everything rainbows and unicorns. It doesn't make life all, all of a sudden automatically easy because no. you're going to be challenged at every corner. You're going to be challenged by people you thought were friends. You're going to be challenged by people that are family. You know, some of them are going to be close family. And you're definitely going to be, you know, be challenged by the people outside of God. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not going to be easy just because you're like, okay, I believe and I'm following Jesus. So now everything's good to go. It, But it's one of those things that you have to do with your life because you're talking about something eternal. Right. You're not talking about the crud that's down on earth nope. that has no, no value in heaven. No. Nope. You're talking about your eternal place and where you want to go. Well, right. You know, you understand once you give your life to Christ, uh, it's not going to be an easy walk. Yep. For the simple fact is, if you truly give your life to Christ, Satan's going to be on your heels every step of the way to try to drag you back away from yep. it. Because he just lost you. Because he just lost you. Yep. Yes. Absolutely. It's like that Johnny Cash quote, right? Mm-hmm. What's that? Christian saint for sissies. Yeah. Christian saint for yeah. sissies. There you go. Christianity like is not for sissies. 
no, got to get it. We got to get that as a shirt. I'm just saying. <laughs> Works for me. I, I think I I use football as a main one because I see the quarters as in seasons too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But if you're so you the start of the game is your start on fire is when you your rescue story happened. Mm-hmm. And you're going all out for two quarters. And then at halftime, if you went all out for the first two quarters, you're going to have to rest. Yeah. There's that rest game period. You're tired. <laughs> right? Yeah. But also, if you're on a team and you're really passionate about the sport that you're in, you're practicing. Mm-hmm. Whether that's insert whatever here you're right whether it's reading your playbook right you know the bible you know again practicing that practicing your 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 uh you know whatever it is your your plays your your, challenge all of those yeah by going out and living the life and putting it into practice funny you called that a playbook because if you don't know what's in that playbook how can you run the place how do you you, exactly how can you run the place right if you have no idea what's in there you're going blind. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be like the quarterback going out on the field and being like, okay, boys, we're not going to listen to what the coach says. We're, we're not going to look at his playbook. We're just going to do it this way. Yeah. Well, what happens 99.9% of the time? It yeah. fails. Yeah. yeah. And don't, like you just said, there still is that 0.0% that there is. it works for a little bit. For a bit. Yeah. But not a whole game. Right. No, because you play that one play and it yeah. worked. They're going to counteract it the next time. It ain't going to yeah. happen again. Right. Oh, yeah. If you don't listen to the person that's calling the plays, you got lucky once. That's right. You ain't getting lucky twice. Nope. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't follow this playbook, when it comes to the end, you're not getting a first-round draft because you had a losing season. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's right. <Yeah>. You know. <laughs> right. You're really not. It's a true story. Was there any... See, the, like, there's not methods either. Like, this isn't all just talk mm-hmm. like we do for an hour, an hour and a half, one night a week. Right. Like, I know everybody at this table lives it out to their best ability. Mm-hmm. Is it perfect? Yeah. No. 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 I mean, that's yeah. what our whole podcast is about. Right. And, and I think part of it, too, is in, in, in it is like that we've talked about numerous, numerous times is the accountability of it. You know, and truly being comfortable around the people that you're surrounding yourself with to get into their junk, mm-hmm. whether no, because it doesn't matter how insignificant it seems, it's still a hard conversation to be like, well, and I had one with Ronnie yesterday. Hey, got a question for you. You know, spread it out there, and he's like, whoa, no, you know, yeah. but it was like it was still a hard conversation just to have because. You're asking a question about something that, you know, they struggled with previously. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. So it's, and I know it's on both sides, yeah. you know, because you're like, whoa, somebody's challenging me on this. And because, yeah. again, I, I don't want to be held accountable. You know, it's a lot, a lot funner in that's life not, when it's not. not. That's not a fun place to be. Right. You know, yeah. but that's what we've said, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what is it's not different. a fun seat. No. Either oh, way. yeah. Either yeah. way. Yeah. 
And that's what we've said, that we want to do this. We want to do this for each other. We yeah. want to be in each other's job. Which is great. Which is crazy. I'll revert back to that. Like, we won't talk about the question, but, like, it caught me off guard so much that I was like, oh, this is an easy one to answer. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, I thought you were going to say something else. Right? <laughs> But yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's it. And it's yeah. never easy. I, I know on the other side of it because it's happened to me. It's never easy to be on the other side when somebody's like, "Okay, I'm asking this because I love you." Yeah. Oh no. So you, yeah, you know, right. just like you there said, you that was an easy one. But it like automatically gets your head turned, and you're like, "What could I have possibly been?" You know, <laughs> at all. Yeah. But it's and I think that that's the thing is we've talked about too is. You know, show me who you're hanging around with. I'll show you your future. And we've made those decisions that we want to change that. Mm -hmm. We want to change the people that are around in our lives. And we want to change the fact that we want to be held accountable. Because it's about living the life that we've said that we want to. Yeah. You know, and if we're struggling with something, then we have somebody to say, hey, how is this going? Right. How is this, you know... Anything, yeah. No matter how hard, like random check, yeah. Right, like a r- random wellness check. How's your yeah. Day going? yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it should be. It should be as easy as good morning. How you doing? I get them all the time. You know, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it should be as easy as uh, day's going good. No, it's not going good, or mm-hmm. whatever. Like that. The same answer should or. Whatever answer you have, yeah, sh- should have the same easy flow, right? No right. matter what. Yep. No, my day's been bad. It's been horrible. Yeah. Or no, it's been all right. I mean, it's had its up and down, but it's never should be. I'm fine. Right. Because that's a tall tale that you're not. <laughs> right there. Be like, you're not fine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, I'm good then. Well, you ain't good either. Yeah, right. <laughs> One of the hardest questions that I've ever asked somebody. For me personally, was how can I pray for you? Mm-hmm. Because it used to be I would say I'll pray for you, but then wouldn't. Okay. You know, and that honestly, within the last three to four years, has really, really changed. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I'm driving down the road. I don't care whatever it is because I can talk to God anytime. Mm-hmm. It didn't have to be okay. Let me let me get in a quiet place. Right. Let me make sure there's nothing surrounding me, you know. But if I if I hear somebody, you know, give me an honest answer about how can I pray for you or what can I you know do, and you know, and, and again, part of that's on me. Part of that, a lot of that's on me because it was something I didn't make a priority before was to say I'm asking you this, but I really mean it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. To the point of, well, what you need to do then is is be like, let me pray for you. Yeah. Do it right then and there. If you know that they need prayer, that's the time to do it. Yeah. And that's honestly, that's what they're going to be now. more. They're going to be more susceptible. Yeah. To doing it then. Absolutely. As to later, because if you say, "Oh, let me or let me know how I can pray for you." Yeah. You know what? The they may never first thing, you. right? First thing in the back mm-hmm. of their mind is, "Yeah, he ain't gonna pray for me. He's right. just he's just doing some lip service." Yeah. If you say, "Let me pray for you," and do it now, yeah. that you know. And and I went from, "I'll pray for you," 
two, usually, you guys have seen it, I usually just respond with prayers up. Yeah. And that's, I'm typing it, boom, it's down, and then I'm, yes. you know, yeah. and then I'm doing it. Yeah. Because... Well, I, I, again, I pray in the, on the same token that if if I need him, that that's the same thing that's happening. Absolutely. So I, that's one of my things of knowing that in, in this that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be and right. what I ex, would expect. And that's that's what I do before I send a, the praying or however I say it. Mm-hmm. I usually pray before I even do it. I'm yeah. like, hey, God, you know what's going on. You know what they need. You know, they need either comfort yeah, or they need healing or whatever. Could you please allow them to yeah. have that in their yeah. life? And then I pray it, and, you know, and then I send mm-hmm. the prayer thing. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you know, it's a lot easier for me to ask for prayers for other people than yourself for myself. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yep. But we're men; we don't need prayer, right? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of times, well, you don't even see that you need prayer, though. Oh yeah. Right. Oh, You're yeah. blind to your own side. Mm-hmm. Yep. You you can, you know, it's like when I, well, we'll go to the sports thing. When I bowl, I can watch everybody bowl and tell them what they're doing wrong mm-hmm. and help them fix it. But I can't see myself. Right. Right. So I don't, if I'm messing up, I can't see myself to fix it. I need somebody else to be watching me mm-hmm. to tell me what I need to fix. Right. right. Yeah. Perfect analogy. It's called I mean, accountability. That's what we're, yeah, that's yeah. what we're talking about. So, but how do you? But sometimes you don't want to hear how you're fixing it. How I'm supposed? To, how yeah. I need to fix it? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. And there's and a lot of, there's a lot look, of people that don't look, like. I to just hear. I just bowled five frames and I got a strike every time. Right. I don't care if I'm not following through all the way. Right. Yeah. Right. It's working. It's working. Yeah. Yeah. It's working. It may not be right, but for right now it's working. Mm-hmm. And then that first time it goes wrong, you're like, "What happened?" Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, and what has changed? What What about if you get defensive? Oh yeah, just in your I, mind because somebody's going to say something defensive. to you well, about it, and you, you know what I mean. And you're like, yeah. really? Is, you're like a 170 bowler, and you're telling me, yeah, I, I, you know yeah. what I mean? No, yeah. But it's yeah. exactly exactly the same as our walk. I used to be that way. You know I was I mean? that person. Right. Somebody come up to me and try to. I didn't want that advice, you know. Like, well, this is what you should probably do, you know. And I'm like. And who are you to tell me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, unless you, unless you are at my level, yeah. Why would I take your advice? Because mm-hmm. we're not on the same playing, you know, playing ground level. Right. Level. Yeah. You know, I'm. Here, I think I'm here, and they're here. When in reality, they're probably here, and I'm here. Yeah. You know. And since we so, bowled together, I I always took the advice really good. Well, we never bowled together. We were no. always against each other. And I've got, I got. Which was to, fun. It got to the point, like you said, if you give somebody advice about something, and they get defensive about it, the question is, do you keep going with it, or do you step back? Mm-hmm. You know, and that religion side of it, on the advice side, is kind of that would be hard for me to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because then that could start some kind of a... No, absolutely. And that's that's what I was trying to say. Because you do, again, I've said this I don't know how many times, and everybody's probably sick of hearing it, but everybody wants to be held accountable until they're, they're held accountable. accountable. Yeah. You know, so it's that same thing, because we've seen that as well with mm-hmm. the guys in our, in our uh, men's group, to where it's like, no, we're all in for this. 
We're, we're all in. This is what we want. We want this group of guys that's going to call us on our stuff, and they're going to keep us in line. And when we're doing stuff we're not supposed to, they're going to be there to pick us up and to be like, okay, what do we got to do to make this not happen? And then we've done that, and then they fall into the wayside. Yeah, they've checked out. Yep. Like I'm out. Totally and completely. Like, you know? And also, I think everything, every situation is different, too. Like, how do you handle it? Oh yeah, right. Yeah, just like a rescue team. Like even yeah. if you're going into the woods to for a stranded hiker, mm-hmm. right? Like you might not need 25 feet of rope. Right. You yeah. might only need. You know, there's there's day. there's always a strategy, and a different strategy to every thing you do. Mm-hmm. That accountability thing is like a safe net for me. It should be a signal for everybody. Well, mm-hmm. well, I'm saying. No, I know. Before, no, yeah. before I, you know, I thought I was good to go, godly, mm-hmm. and then you know I strayed away. I didn't have no peop- nobody to hold me accountable and bring me back. Right. So now I feel with the guys I'm with, you all, and all my my church and all that. I have that safety net that if they see me falling through a hole, so to say, mm-hmm. they're going to patch that hole for me and bring mm-hmm. me back. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's a good feeling. Yep. Oh, yeah. I wholeheartedly agree. Yep. So, you know, wholeheartedly. It's like Bob has said before, before, you and God had an understanding. He hasn't said that about you. He said that before. <laughs> but, but now you have an understanding of God. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. It's just a good feeling, you know. Because, like I said before, you di- I didn't have it. Yeah. Yeah. And I just had to do my own thing. Right. Now, if I was to do my own thing, and it wasn't the right thing, I'm gonna be called out on it. I'm mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's that's a that's a good feeling to have because growing up, well, for me growing up being the oldest, I always looked out for my youngest. Right. I never had nobody to look out for me. Well, mm-hmm. you know, I had my mom and stuff, but, you know, that's a different kind of love. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I just found out, I guess you all know, I just found out I got an older sibling now. hmm You know? So it makes me sit there and think of all those years where I was the oldest and I didn't have nobody above me to help look from, out for me that I looked for them. I went through my whole life wishing I had somebody old enough as a sibling right. to look out for me. And well now I have it and I'm like, where do I go with this? Right. Mm-hmm. You know? You just didn't I think you just enjoy the time whatever time you have, make memories. But don't you know, I don't think you can look back because that's your testimony. Mm-hmm. Your whole life before that is part of your testimony and where God brought you to and what God got you through in those times. Good times and bad times. You know, and made you the person that you are today. Made you break those generational chains that we've talked about, and doing the things that you said. You said, "I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this that my dad did, or I'm not going to do this that you know mom did, or whatever it is." And you know, so you, you can't revert back because everything would have been different. Yeah. Right. I I don't know where I'd be if uh, the situations had took a turn. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. The path that I had, granted it was rough, but 
what kind of person, like you said, what kind of person would I be right now? Yeah. If my dad was still alive and I didn't have a stepdad or, you know, stuff like that or whatever, or my mom's twins that she had and she lost, you know, what kind of relationship and where would I be? Yeah. You know, so my path, Yeah. when you look back on it, how it was so-called rough, but yet the end result, Mm -hmm. just like, you know, your, your walk with Christ, you know, it may start out rough, but the end result is worth everything. Sure. Right. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It it surpasses anything this earth's ever got to offer. Mm-hmm. And just think about it. You have an older brother across the table and Bob. Yep. I mean, yeah, quite a bit older. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking. We're talking ancient. I got a I got a road named after me. It's called Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, every everybody. That's what makes everybody's rescue story unique mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. no two are alike no they're similar mm-hmm. but they're not exactly the same it's just like that yeah. book I was telling you about not too long ago where if you read it you could pick a page you could either go this way or this yeah. way you know what I mean oh, choose yeah. your own adventure book right that. yeah right mm-hmm. and, and you sit here I sit here now and I think back about how it came to be to this point and it's like wow what if I'd have done this instead oh, yeah. of this, mm-hmm. this instead of this? Yeah. How everything would have fallen out. You it's know? amazing oh, how yeah. everything comes down to a choice, huh? Right. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That's all it is. Everything is a choice, whether you make the right one or the wrong one. You know, and and the thing is, best part about best part about it is, is if you make that wrong choice, God will bring it full circle to where you come. You come back to that exact point. Choose a different point. Then you choose your different point again. Right. You know, then he chooses, and then hopefully he's hoping at that point, as you've made that circle, when you come back to that to that point, that you choose the right path this time. Is that where deja vu comes from? Could be. Yeah. I you have know. no idea. I mean, but yeah, it could be. You know, because mm-hmm. there's been times where I'm like, man, I've been here before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've... I've I've actually gone through this situation. But you you think about it differently, though, when that deja vu or whatever it is comes about. You're like, man, maybe I need to rethink this. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, because... Well, especially if you're following Christ right. that second time. Right. 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 It's, 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 yeah. it's the same, but yet it's different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, what mm-hmm. did I do this time to have him come back, have me come back to it? Because obviously he wants me to go a different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So do you make the same mistake twice, yeah. or do you trust that he put you there for a reason and go his way? Right. Sometimes yeah. we still make that wrong choice, though. So. Oh yeah. But undoubtedly, sometimes he'll we still... stay on that roundabout for yeah. decades, decades, a long time. You just keep going round and round and round. Yep. Like man, I've seen that stop sign before. Like, yeah. Yeah. Deja vu. There yep. it is. <laughs> that is no joke. Yep. It just—it's uh, amazing, though. I mean, you know, if, if you truly—if you truly follow—if you truly try to follow Jesus and do what's right for Him, the adventure is just a roller coaster ride because it's going to have its ups and downs. Right. For the simple fact is—is is we allow we allow human nature get in the way. 
of what Christ wants us to do. Well, since I've gotten back on my path, I've had more highs, I would have to say, than lows. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm not saying yeah, I'm still. Awesome. I'm not still not saying I got lows because there's been rough days. Right. But like you all were saying, I have people for me now mm-hmm. to help me through that. But yeah, I've I've had definitely a lot more higher moments. Right. See, and I enjoy now some of the things that before would have wrecked me because now knowing how my walk with Christ is, I can actually say, okay, this thing that's going on in my earthly life, is is it really going to affect my eternity? Probably not, or not at all. You know what I mean? So it's like... I'm living for my eternity, right. not for my my earthly stuff, right. you know. And whether it be that stuff or that thing or that person saying something about whatever, you know, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is and stuff like that, it's just one of those things that now it's like, oh, I, I enjoy the fact that something like that doesn't wreck me internally and it just rolls off my back now because you don't sit there and dwell on it so it brings you down right and stress over it yeah and And just constantly think about it and let it overrun everything and and whatever you know because if you do or for me back in the day if you did it's like that vicious cycle i said everything just starts going bad oh yeah If, if your mind's in that negative process already Yep. Anything and everything you do to try to fix it, it's just going to turn around and mm-hmm. it's just going to make it worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just better to let it stop. I've done it before. I just stop, take a minute, regroup. Yeah. Yep. And start over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think <clears throat> when you're on the rescue team, you got to have the right mindset, too. Yeah. Mm hmm. Like, you're, you are a part of an elite team, but you don't need to be braggadocious about it. Oh, right? yeah. Absolutely. Because right? it's just, you have to remember, it really has nothing to do with you. Right? You're doing God's work. Right. You know what I mean? And, and it's still, it's nothing you deserve. You don't deserve to be there. You don't, you know, but he's put you there. He's brought you there. Yeah. You know, through everything that he's done for yeah. us and the and you know, and us finally accepting the fact of this is how he wants me to live my life. Right. And what you're saying can do more damage than good if you do it that way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know what I mean? Like if you're it's, always throwing it out there. Right. Mm-hmm. With they, a different with the wrong approach. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They, the other person could get bitter and say, Yeah, well he just keeps throwing it in my face. Oh yeah. You yeah. Know? Right. Absolutely. Right. Or you know, if you're just if you're constantly look at what I did, look at what I did, uh, right there, that's not the right reason. No, that right. is not. Right. You kind of remember all them guys that used to walk around uptown and and throwing stuff out there yeah. about about God. Yeah, you know, I always when when they would do that, I would always be like, oh, look at him, he's a dummy for doing that. You know, it's stupid to do that, and you know. And I'm sure he had probably a lot of reactions, but he probably thought he was doing good, mm-hmm. you know, which, you know, if, if you think that's what it is, I guess that's what it is, you know. But 
I don't know. I, I don't know if that would be the right approach to do something like that or not the right approach, you know? Right. Now, you're caring enough to put yourself out there. Yes. But... But is that the right approach? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, me personally, I never thought that was the right approach because that's like trying to stuff it down your throat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're bringing more attention... You bring more upon yourself, yourself yes, than, you, than are you are to Christ to the Word to the right? Word. Yeah. Yes. So I mean, I always that that was that was always a that was always a a pet peeve for me seeing them guys uptown doing that, you know, on the street corner hollering out, you know, you need Jesus or yeah, which we do need Jesus, right? But I thought I'm like, are they just doing it to show for themselves? You know, or are they absolutely doing it for Jesus? Right. Is their heart in the right spot? Is their heart in the right spot? And it's really not. To be honest, it's not it's, yours or my right, choice. Because I thought choice. the same thing. Yeah. Like, uh, same same with me. Mm-hmm. Same, same. But then you, like, look back and it's like, yeah. I don't know if I would do it if not, I got right. called to do it. I mean, you know, they were bold enough to be able to stand out there and do it. You know, that that takes a lot of that takes a lot of cojones right. to absolutely. Well, especially stand. like what, what yeah. we're talking about with with the with, reactions. Yeah, and, and, and we're talking and, we're talking these guys done it on a Saturday night, a Friday night, and a Saturday night when Moberly was packed bumper to bumper. Cruising downtown. You, yeah, it would take you two hours to get through two city blocks. Two, yeah, two city blocks. <laughs> you knew they were getting. Oh, they were getting hammered all the time. They were, people were getting. They people would. I've seen. I've seen guys throw eggs at them. I've seen guys throw water balloons at them. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. just. Uh, but they just like it never bothered them. Just kept on talking, kept on walking. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, that just takes that takes a big set of cojones to do that. Oh yeah, absolutely. A lot of boldness, and and that's something small. Right. Right. You know what I'm getting at is is I used to judge them for that. Now I'm like kudos for them, you yeah, know, right, right, for being bold for God like that. Yeah. Well, and I've got a story kind of on the flip. I guess kind of the flip side of it. So hey, that's my line. The uh, <laughs> um, where we used to attend, they were getting ready to do a uh, um, directory. Okay. So of course they had you know photo shoot up shoots and all this kind of stuff. Well, they decided the cover they wanted to be the corner of the church and have all of the church there, the, the church people. So we, we go out to do this and got the photographer up on the ladder and all this stuff. And, um, so here we are, a big group of Christians. So this guy is across the street and he starts talking about the devil's coming for all of us. And we have to stand bold in Jesus and all of this. And I have the pastor of that church standing next to me and, and I'm thinking, oh, man, that would be a wonderful opportunity. Well, come over and join us. And he's like, we're all Christians. Thanks. You can go on. Mm. Oh. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, you say that, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, really? That's, hmm, okay. That's the approach we're going to take to it. All right. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I mean... I had no idea what to say. That's one of the things that make you go. Mm. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, and it and I think that's one of those things that in some in some different denominations they are so inclusive of everything that that dom- denomination does. They follow that doctrine more than they follow the Bible, mm-hmm. and that they you know are so inclusive with it that the thought was never even there to say, well, if you believe in Jesus, so do we. Come on over. Right. 
Hey, you know, so yeah, it was more of a club, right? right? Yeah. Oh yeah, right. Oh yeah. Sorry, yeah. you don't fit the right. here, 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 right. here. So. And I can't, I can't tell you a time in sixteen, seventeen years of being there that it was ever even mentioned, or there was ever even anything done by the church to say, "Let's go out to the neighbors and the surrounding blocks and introduce ourselves and ask people to come." Yeah, never. And we've, you know, you know what I mean. And, and I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't suggest it either, you know, at that point. Right. But now, almost four years, and there's been almost every year at least one time, if not multiple, Minimals, one yeah, time. Right. yeah, we go out into the community and do right. things, even when you know, we weren't supposed to. Well, right, know, right, even when we weren't supposed to. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it's not to Rebels. say it's not to say though this is better than this. I think it's the difference between. Actually walking with Jesus and sitting in a pew every yes. Sunday. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Jesus tells us to go out and make, make disciples. disciples he doesn't right. say try to get them to come in and do it. Mm-hmm. Right. You got to be outwardly going to make them disciples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how are you going to do that? Well, for one thing, you got to get your butt out of that pew and walk in and go do it. Mm-hmm. You got to get off the sidelines and get, right. get into the get game. Get off that sidelines yeah. and get in the game. Put your waiters on, jump in their mess, because that's what you got to do. Right? I mean, that's yeah. It's no different. It's I'm all in for Jesus. Put me in. It's simple as that. You know, it's just if you wanna if you wanna try to help somebody, you got to see what their mess is, and be like, oh, hey, let me help you in that mess. If they allow you in their mess, Mm -hmm. sometimes they do, but you know, but you still try. Right? Right? That shot. Yeah, gotta you yeah. gotta try. Because if they tell you no, stay out. Then right. okay, you can still pray for them. You can still be there and let them know. Hey, I'm here if you need anything. You right. know, but eventually so. they're gonna let you in that mess. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they're gonna start trusting you. Because for one thing, you're not giving up on them. Yep. I got one question, and then we'll go to the final thought. Okay, we'll pull the needle off the record. It's gonna be a hard question. You guys ready? Waiting on you. Probably not. <clears throat> How'd you guys do this past week on your one-minute challenge? Huh. I failed. Mm, I failed yeah. horribly because horribly I, failed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I've been so busy, I didn't even yep. have a... Failed. And that's an excuse. We all make an excuse. I guess that's an excuse. I'm just going to out and out tell you, I failed. Yep. <laughs> failed. No, I failed. Badly. I failed. You? I failed, too. Okay. I just wanted to hear you guys say it first. <laughs> I'm like, thank God I'm not alone on that one. Now, I, mm. if we're going on a seven-day week, right, I would say I probably did three of the seven days. Let's see. But. Yeah, maybe that, that's the, I still ain't good percent. Right. No, it's not yeah. a very good percentage. Yeah. If I did, I, I didn't know. notice I did. I'll tell you that right now because mm-hmm. it, wasn't, it wasn't something that was in my mind. Yeah. For sure. Okay, so all I gotta say is, uh, broken renders, broken record ministries. We're just a bunch of failures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just broken. Just broken. Now we can pull the needle off the record. Mm. Now that we pull, 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 pull back, back. back, yeah, <laughs> just put it out there that we're we're still broken. Yep, absolutely, and we're we vulnerable. So, final thoughts. Anybody want to go first? Or you want me to go first? You go first. All right. Go. I think when the time gets hard, we run a lot. 
That's true. And we don't buckle down and stay in it. And this is the same thing. We're on the rescue team now. And I'm not going to say it's going to be easy because all of you know that it hasn't been easy for yourselves, for me, everybody listening. But it's more rewarding when you do stay and fight the good fight than it is to pick up and run. Oh, absolutely. With also that, when you say run, I also seem to think that people hide. Oh, yeah. That's part of your running. You're running to hide. Running to hide. I know, but I mean. Hey, this is my final thought, not yours. I know. I know. He's just I, don't, I, don't, I don't have tell him, Ron, Ronnie's, Ronnie's final thought cannot be wrong. I agree with just... Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, what I mean by when I say hide, um, I don't even know exactly I know how to exactly. explain it, but, I mean, it's like you want to help, but yet, yeah, I, you should know. <laughs> well, that's good. That's just for the record. Just for the record, Ron give Ronnie kind of a bad look when he said that. Just a little. But one. I mean, it's like when if I was to hide from something like you were talking about, mm-hmm. you know, and somebody asks me what's going on, I'm I'm not going to tell. Them. I'm going to keep it to myself. Right. You know, I'm 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 not throwing it out there. I'd, right. Yeah. I just want it to go away. Right. But at the same token, it's not going to go away if I don't say something. Right. But yet, I'm going to bottle it up until it just either explodes in me. I just had a conversation about that with somebody. So. And if it's not really bothering me, but it bothers me, then I just put it on the shelf and we'll cross that bridge when it gets there. Yeah. Instead of dealing with it. Unless you got to deal with it again. You always, you always, you deal with you always think you want to wait till that bottle's about ready to blow before you even talk about it. Yeah. yeah. And then it ends up being like that champagne bottle. Yeah. That gets shaken up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Ronnie. Nope, that was your final thought, too, I guess. <laughs> Ron squared final thought. <laughs> <laughs> now it's all on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Well, all I got to say is. Sometimes the rescue team still needs to be rescued. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Somebody has to throw the life jacket in after them as well. Absolutely. Yep. That's why. That's why. Yep. Being part of the rescue team is we need to trust in the rescuer. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to go off of a cheesy bumper sticker and change it up a little bit and say a bad day with Jesus is better than a good day at anything else that's still that's (laughs) alright I like that I like it thanks for listening join us on our Facebook group if you have Facebook comment like give us some topic suggestions um, if you want to go in long form and you have questions or topic suggestions or anything you want to talk about, just email us at Broken Record Ministries, and that's ministries with a IES at gmail.com. And until next time, Broken Record Ministry, catch you on the flip side.